There are several exits on this aircraft in the event of an emergency. At this time, please fasten your seatbelts as we are preparing for takeoff. And welcome aboard. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of It's Just a Talk. This is episode 027. Once again, I'm your host, Mauricio, and Happy New Year, Happy Decade, Feliz Año Nuevo, like my dad used to say, Feliz Ame Muero. He used to be funny, now it's just sad. But I think that's where I got my humor from, that and like my mom, you know. People always say humor comes from pain, and bitch, my leg hurts. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by, you know that bleach that you use to bleach your hair? It's brought to you by that. I've realized that, like, the way that you know that a gay is going through something is because they, like, dye their hair. I should know. I dyed my hair a couple years back, and it used to be a different color every freaking week. Bitch, but she was going through something, right? So every time I see that a gay or someone who's just queer dyes their hair, I'm always like, oh, sweetie. What are you going through? So today's episode is being brought to you by That Hair Dye. Once again, dude, it's just a talk, your Spanglish political queer and shady podcast where we talk some tea, we talk some truth, but you know my ass always leaves time to talk some shit. So this episode, we have an, actually, we have a guest, but I'll go ahead and introduce him to you when we get back. I'll see you there. All right, welcome back to the podcast. All right, like I said, we have a guest on this episode. I know it's been a while since I recorded an episode, and you know that sound. I give him some alcohol, some tequila. He put one shot. I mean, they, because you don't know if it's a he, they, them, theirs, he. Did I did I cover all the pronouns? All of them. Okay, so. <laughs> I gave him a tequila, he put one shot, and I was like, no, bitch, you're putting another shot in there, because I need your honesty, (laughs) and he's drunk, and it's just just the top. Okay, so, just like we do, we're going to play my favorite segment, it's called Who You Is, and then Who You Is, we're going to play some rapid fire questions to try and figure out who my guest is. You at home can go ahead and play and try and figure out who the guest is. If you get it right, you can go to your cover, get yourself an Oreo, you know, dip it in some milk. If your New Year's resolution was to not eat junk food, then go get yourself some salad, toss a little, little bit. I always find that tossing salad has, like, really low calories. Just putting that out there. (laughs) All right, ready? Question one. What product... Would you refuse to promote, and why? Um, I have no idea. Quickly, quickly. What's the first part of the cup? Colgate. Colgate, okay. What is your favorite pet's name? Leo. Use one word to describe your computer ability. Uh, I'm going to say my computer ability? A pro? If your plane was about to crash, who would you want sitting next to you? My dog. <laughs> Which of the presidents was your favorite? None of them. How long of a consecutive time have you spent in a car? About 13 hours. And why? Where were you going? I was a road trip and I never got out. 
Oh, nice. He's still in it. <laughs> what is your favorite Halloween costume till date? I was a David the Matador. How can you tell if someone is a nerd? Is a nerd? Uh, you know, glasses, very awkward. If you could teach any grade or end subject, what would it be? It'll be for film, and I'll teach, and I'll be a professor. What fashion trend do you just not get? I don't get when people wear um, crop tops. Last question. Bitch, I wore a crop top for pride. <laughs> you said I look good. <laughs> Last question. If you were a wicked tyrant, what country would you rule? I rule the United States of America. But we already have a tyrant. Hey, all right. So please, do your self-introduction. Who you is? My name is Juan Alejandro, a.k.a. Juale. He goes by Juale. So um, we tried this. So Juale is Juan and then Alejandro. So I'll be Maumig, but that doesn't work. Nope. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about you, Juale. Who are you? Give us the who, when, where, what, and how of the writing world. Cool. Well, my name is Juan Alejandro, or how everybody calls me, Juale. I am from Chicago, Shy City, my city. Eh? Bitch, I'm from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> Let's go. I moved here about about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, came here for a job. You know, I am a producer, so I came here for you know to produce some fancy stuff for Apple. For who? For Apple. Tell me more about that. Yes. Yeah, so you know they 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 brought me on. I finessed my way here, and now that I'm here, I just produce amazing things. What's the last thing that you produced? I did some. Um, some really cool stuff with some really cool artists like Lizzo, Billie Eilish, uh, Little Nas X, and Phineas. And it was for the Apple Music Awards. Oh, yeah. I saw those on their Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. That was super cool. I, I retweeted them or repost. How do you call it when you re- repost, Repost, right? yeah. You repost. I reposted them. Um, so you if you follow me on Instagram, at It's Just a Talk, or on Twitter, at It's Just a Talk, you might have seen them. Um, <laughs> that was a... a Shameless plug. Uh, but tell me more about, like, working with these artists. How was that? Uh, it was fun. I mean, I can wish I can say more than just, like, it was fun working with them. You know, so obviously you you would do stuff with work that, you know, you, sometimes you don't like and sometimes you do like. So working with artists is just always, it's always fun, I always say, because you never know what to expect. Is there something that you, well, you mentioned four or five different artists, right? Mm-hmm. Without naming names, is there something that, like, you were shocked about an artist, about one of them? Yes, um, just the way sometimes they acted, in a way. Um, but that's about it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so he signed a non-disclaimer with Apple, so obviously he can't say more. <laughs> so uh, how old you are know. you, Huali? Um, I am 16 What are your pregnant. pronouns? What do you identify as? I Welcome am... <laughs> back to the closet. <laughs> I never thought I'd be back here, but hey. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm 27. I'm single, bilingual, ready to mingle. Yes. So, you know, y'all got somebody for me. Throw them at me. Um, <laughs> throw him at him. <laughs> I am I am bisexual, so I like men and women, uh, all kinds. Throw anything at him. Anything at me at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's uh, I just been living. I live my I live my life. I like to travel. I like to I like to take long walks to the beach. Um, not this beach, not, right? <laughs> Nobody goes to the beach in the Bay Area. Y'all I'm need foodie, to I work out. Uh, what else you want to know? I, I don't know. I mean, if you have any questions for Huale, please direct them to his Instagram at Travel with Huale. That's at Travel with Huale. All right. Then this means that we're going to our next segment of the podcast. How was your week? And then 
like I said before, this segment of the podcast we talk about our week, or in this case, the last couple weeks, because it's been a while. I had to take a hiatus, y'all. Last episode, I was like, oh... I'll try to make an episode every two weeks. And then I realized it was Thanksgiving. Then I realized it was the holiday. And if you follow me on social media, I was in a different city every weekend in December. And it it was booked and busy, bitch. I was tired. I tried to record when I was in New York with my friend, but it just didn't work. Then I tried to record with my friends when I was uh, for New Year's Eve, but... We we had hikes to go on. So I was like, we're not recording. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll record this New Year, New Me episode on fucking, you know, after the New Year, after yeah. the New Me. So how was your week? How was your last couple of weeks? How were your holidays, New Year's Eve, gay Easter? Uh, I went back to Chicago to see my family and friends. You know, it was uh, it was a it was an awesome time. I think this time around, like Thanksgiving was messy. Um, this time around, why was Thanksgiving messy? Bitch? You know, you reconnect with exes, you reconnect with people. Oh, friends, you know. So, but this time around, I think I really just focused my energy into people that actually love me. Okay. <laughs> and because we realized that they're exes for a reason. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So I had a great time with family, friends. You know, went out a lot. You know, was you know. We kind of reconnected with old old pe- old people that I used to hang out with and kind of seeing how they're doing now. And it was just a good time just to kind of hang out with family and also especially my mom. You know, she's a, she's the love of my heart. And, and it was a good time just to kind of hang out with her. The love family. of my heart. I've never heard that before. The love of my I've heart. heard, like, the love of my life, but the love of my heart. I think it just came out naturally. And I just, it came out naturally. Yeah. He just created a new phrase. He created a new phrase. Trademark it, bitch. <laughs> the love of my heart. Um, I went back to L.A., but not for Christmas. I don't spend Christmas... With family. I think I said this on last year's episode. Mm-hmm. I don't do holidays with family. So I have Friendsgiving. Nice. Like a week before Thanksgiving. That's like I when I get to spend Thanksgiving with my family. And then for Christmas, I have the ugly sweater. The Christmas ugly sweater pub crawl. This was the fifth year that we do it. Did you black out? Um, I did not black white. <laughs> <laughs> I did not white. White. Wait, what? I did not white in. Right? Because blackout, white in, it's the opposite. I guess. I guess. Yeah, no, I def- I don't think I blacked out, but I definitely was like at a level where I guess at a certain point, friends were like, why were you crying at Redline, Maori? We saw you and you were crying. But actually, something really beautiful happened. What? So, because like there's like, I have a torm, torm, tormulus, or how do you say it? Term- term- tormentuous. Not a great relationship. Okay. Look, I'm a second language learner, y'all. Y'all know this. It's words Same. are hard. I, I, I feel you. <laughs> so I don't have the greatest relationship you see with me my meetings. <laughs> well, I don't white people at Apple, <laughs> so I don't have the greatest relationship with my family. So I, you know. I love to, like, be around people that do. So that's why I appreciate, like, relationships. Like, with Huale, who has a really great relationship with their family. Um, Not just for, like, I like to be around people that have good relationships with their family. That might be weird because I know that I don't. Anyways, so I ended up staying at an Airbnb when I was in L.A. Because I obviously can't stay with my mom. Mm -hmm. And my best friend Nathan and his husband, at the last bar of the pub crawl, we were, like, really drunk. And then they gave me a spare key to their apartment. And they were like, Maori, like, you have a home here. Like, 
Uh-huh. Our place so is romantic. your home. And I was literally bawling. Hence why I was crying at yeah. Red Line. It was also the eighth bar in the pub crawl. So I was very drunk. Oh, so you know that. And they were being very kind by doing this beautiful gesture. And I cried my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Which is why if you saw me crying at Red Line that day, it was That's funny. Why. That's, why. That's why. But then the funny part is that um, there's this guy, not going to say names, who I've had a crush on for like eons. Ooh. Since I was like in in like Ooh. undergrad, and now this guy like knows my best friend and his husband, and I would I they were making fun of me because they were like Maudie like you were crying and all of a sudden you saw blank, I'm not gonna mess up and say his name you saw blank that was there and you wiped your tears and you're like oh my god Did you hey snap? how are you oh my god it's been so nice to see the, the viewers want to know. <laughs> If you bend and snap. The viewers should... The listeners... The listeners. The listeners should know that I certainly bend and snap. Yes, oh, <laughs> <laughs> What? And then you spent New Year's in... In Chicago. In so Chicago, too. What did you do? I went to the club with my sister and her husband. And a bunch the of club? Her, the club. <laughs> you know, bottle service, bottle girls. Oh, okay. She got bottle service. <laughs> okay, like, she oh got money. No, so the funny thing is, like, you know, they made it a whole thing. Like, you know, everybody paid this amount of money. I, mean, I was like, okay, bet. Let's do it. Then, like, as the night goes, and I'm like, okay, well, who do I pay my money to? So it turns out I didn't pay anything, and I felt so bad for it. And I keep you asking, got bottle service and for I keep, free. I keep asking, and I'm like, I'm at some point, I'm just gonna. I I'm just gonna bed with someone at some point. <laughs> at some point, I'm just gonna leave, and never contact anybody else. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So yeah, it was, it was a fun time, you know, rainy the new year with you know again some of my family and some friends that I just met that night, and I had a good time. Like it, it was, it was fun. It was did you black out? I actually did. Like, did you do anything that you honestly, regret today? No, no, no. I don't remember getting home. Oh, shit. And I was like, but I knew I was with my sister and her husband. Okay, so okay. So then home. you were fine there. <laughs> I was fine. I didn't do anything. You like, weren't like, you didn't get I, raped or no, roofied no, or no, anything. No, no, I didn't get roofied or anything. I just don't remember the card right home. And I was like, how did I get home? <laughs> you're like, we drove. I was in a safe environment. I was in a safe environment. I'm okay, like, that's, always, that's always good. This year, I don't know if, if y'all follow me on Instagram, y'all know what I did for New Year's Eve, but I actually went to the Grand Canyon for New Year's Eve. Oh, well, you busted your ankle. Um, a couple years ago, I saw, I was, well, when I moved here to the Bay Area in 2016, I was, like, really lonely and really sad, and I remember um, I would watch a lot of movies, and one of the movies that I watched was this movie called How to Be Single. Have you ever watched it? No, I You should watch it. It's really funny. And I watched How to Be Single, and in the movie, like, things happen and stuff, and at the end of the movie, the main character, like, hikes the Grand Canyon on New Year's Eve and, like, sees the sunrise of a new year. Oh, wow. And ever since then, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do that. Like, I need to do that. And it just seemed perfect to do it this year, because it was not only a new year, it was a whole ass new decade. Yeah. So it was really beautiful. It was super fucking cold. Like, not probably not as cold as Chicago, but it was pretty cold. But it was beautiful. I went with my friend Diego and my friend Jamie. Um, I was asked if I was born in the United States a couple times in Arizona. Oh um, which I was not surprised. It's Arizona. So yeah, go cactuses. That's happened to me too. And I was like, <laughs> I was I was I was working there. 
Really? Yeah, it was through. I was I was working a job for Apple, and they're like, "Do you even like do you?" Yeah, it was it was insane. I was How driving, did they ask you? I want to know. I was driving. I was driving and got a rental, and it was a pretty nice rental. Mm-hmm. And you know, I looked like you know, I had my baseball cap. You know, if I guys, if you know how I dress, I dress uh-huh. pretty urban and pretty just like you know. Sometimes I dress swaggy, sometimes I dress pretty nice. So I'm driving, and I get stopped by a cop. I'm like, hey, like we want to know that your car license plates are out of place. Well, of course, they're rent. It's a rental. Yeah. Like, um, he's like, give us your license and registration. Of course, I don't know what any of that stuff is because I just got a rental and I don't. You know, I gave him, I gave him the paperwork he gave me, and I gave my California license. Yeah. And they're like, hey, like, uh, they're like, oh, okay, we just we just see a lot of um, we just see a lot of people out here that are are aren't documented, and we want to make sure that they're driving within the, within the region or safely. And I was like, okay. So and basically, I, at calling you undocumented. Basically, and I was like, okay, well, here's my ID, and 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 one, like, you know, I'm all about law enforcement. My brother, yeah. my brother's a police officer, you know, but to the point where it's like, when you have to like ask me if I'm actually a citizen, like, that's 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 an issue. That's reaching. For me, I was on the tram, so I I landed in in Phoenix, and I was on the tram. And if you've ever gone to the Phoenix airport and had to rent a car. It's a hassle because you have to get on a tram. It's like a, a 15, 20 minute ride mm-hmm. to like this huge building, like huge garage that has like a bunch of all the car rentals. So I was on the tram and I realized that I was the only brown person or person of color, period, on the fucking tram. Period. And I always feel really uncomfortable like in spaces where it's, I'm like literally the only brown person or person of color. And so I always feel like I have to make some sort of conversation. So the lady in front of me started talking to the other lady that had a little girl. They were both all white. And she was like, oh, how old is she? Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah, when I used to be a teacher. And so I was like, okay, like, I need to make conversation. If not, then I'm just a random brown person that everybody's staring at. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I was like, used to be an educator. And then she was like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm snooping. I was like, I just heard you used to be a teacher. I was like, I used to be an educator, too. Um, And she's like, oh, great. She's like, where did you teach? And I was like, oh, I used to teach in L.A. And then I taught in the Bay Area as well, in Oakland. And she was like, oh, isn't Oakland a sanctuary city? And I was like, yes, it is. Why does it matter? Wait. And she was like, oh, is this why they let you teach there? And I was like, I'm sorry, what? She's like, oh, you know, because like, because it's a sanctuary city, they let you, they let you people teach there, or like have real jobs. Are you serious? And I was oh like, my God. oh, I was oh. like, oh no, 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 like. I was born here. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, you said Oakland. I thought Sanctuary City. One can only assume. And Is that like, the first thing you think about Oakland? Oh Is a Sanctuary City? my. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> it was so uh, weird, bitch. Well, that's... <laughs> Cheers to being um, brown in America. Brown in America. All right, y'all. With that being said, we're going to go on to our next segment of the podcast, our question of the week. I'll see you there. Welcome back to our next segment of the podcast, our question of the week. This is the segment where I ask my guests a question and we have a discourse. That's a fancy lingo for a conversation. Uh, And or if it's just me, I talk to myself Mm -hmm. because, you know, 
I'm drunk. That's what we do. That's what Gemini's do. You're drunk, bitch. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so this year, because it's the new year, I wanted to talk uh, new year, new me, and what are your goals for 2020? Okay, well, New Year's saying me. Oh, New Year's saying you. So, yes, bitch. You know, I'm always, I'm always bothering people. Like, New Year, New Me. And then, like, three weeks in the year, they just You're kinda, still the same person. They're still the same person. Or they just kind of still endure the same habits they did last mm-hmm. year. For me, it's always like, okay, if you have a goal, do it now. Don't wait for the New Year. Don't do it. wait for the new decade. Don't wait for the new thing. And I think, you know, it's important for people to realize, like, if you have a goal, just go out and get it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it can be a New Year, maybe a new list of short-term, long-term goals. But also, just like don't be that one who's like gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be a new person. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start in the first. I'm one. brand new. I'm brand Look new. At me. Like, no, I use whitening creams. I'm brand new. I'm, I'm brand kidding. new. I like, really I, I really just like I hate that. And I was like, well, if you have a goal already, like just start now. Like, why are you gonna wait till January? Like, if you okay. have a goal in December, do it in December. Sorry. Start it so when January comes, like, yeah, you've been on your shit already. Like, what are your goals then? So not I, not your, your I new have, year. Well, I do goal. have yearly goals, but also have like you know my goals start whenever I thought of the goal. Mm-hmm. So I think this year I really want to focus on my body. You know, okay. I it's my twenty eighth twenty eighth birthday this year. Which oh is wow, birthday. you're so old. Look at us thirty year olds rolling our <laughs> eyes at you. <laughs> it's my golden birthday, which means that it's I'm turning twenty eight on the twenty eighth on the day that on the exact day I was born. Which oh is really? Really rare. Because um, usually Golden's birthday happens the day before, but since July has 31 days, it happened the actual day I was born. So it's super, uh, super meaningful for me. So I always said, like, I want to be in Ibiza and I want to have, you know, and I want to have one of the best bodies I've ever had. In Why my life. Ibiza? Um, I don't know. I think I've just, like, I always had this dream as a kid that I wanted to do it in Ibiza. And ever since then, I was like, I'm doing it there. Like, I don't care. So I always had this, like, vision. I was like, and I see, I always saw myself there. So, Ibiza's in Spain, right? Yeah, it's in, off the coast of Spain. Okay, okay, okay. I so, was just thinking, because I was like, bitch, do you want to go there when everything's going on with the country? But maybe Spain is fine. Yeah, so I wanted to go there, and I was like, you know, and I want to have, like, my little chili girls moment in Barcelona. So. Look. <laughs> look. Somebody... And that's somebody, John, showed me um, Cheetah Girls a couple weeks back. I don't understand why people like this movie. <laughs> I did not get it. You know, Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters. I was so annoyed by it. And John knows all the songs and was like singing them. And I was like, what is happening? Well, you know what? Like, who, so why is Raven doing this? You're above this, Raymond Simone. Well, that's why she was in the third movie. Oh, she, there, there's three movies? There's three movies, yeah. Bitch, I, I was done after the first so, one. So, let me tell you. So, I, I say Cheetah Girls moment because they go to Barcelona and do, like, a whole performance over In there. which movie? And the Cheetah Girls, the second one. Oh, okay. So, that's, I didn't the, see that yeah, part. the second one. So, I always say, whenever you go to Barcelona, you're going to have a Cheetah Girls moment. A Cheetah Girls <laughs> moment. Okay. So, I'm trying to go to Ibiza, y'all. But, like, you know, I work for a non-profit. So y'all guys, y'all. So if y'all want to sponsor Mauricio's, yes, yes. Trip, I'm gonna start a GoFundMe go like all him. the weird gays do, and be like trying to go to Ibiza for my friend's birthday. Trust sponsor me, sponsor someone that works for the people. So his gram will be popping that week. Oh my god, my gram will be so popping, yo! And I promise you, I will get my body tight, tight mm. and right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, that's one of my 2020 goals. Other than to just get like, your body tight and get right, my tight and right, and just good. 
Other than that, I think I just want to focus more. What's the definition me? of that? Like, what's the definition of your body being right and tight? So for me, I'm specifically me. I want to build more muscle and build more mass a little bit, but also stay within, you know, stay lean and stay fit. So I want to have my six pack, but I want to have a big, big thighs, big ass, big chest. Okay. So I can approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's going to take some time. So I hired like a trainer, like a, a nutritionist and... I spend so much money, I want to cry, but... Bitch, Apple, though! Can I get a job at Apple, though? Uh, <laughs> Can we make that money? Actually, no. I don't know if I, I'm ready to just sell my soul. Chan. Oh, my God. I don't know if I, I'm ready to sell my soul to the tech industry. I'm in this really beautiful world right now where I work and, like, the intersections between tech and, like, social impact, so I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know... There's always issues with organizations, so I'm not sure if I want... We can talk off the record about that. We'll definitely talk off the record about that. Um, So my goals for 2020 is I think this is the year that I'm moving. I was talking to Huali about this. Um, When I originally moved to the Bay Area, it was supposed to be for two years. I remember I was like, I'm going to finish my master's, and then I'm moving my ass back to L.A., and then I love this so much, I just stayed. But now I feel like I'm getting way too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really comfortable in the Bay Area, and I don't feel like growth happens from, like, comfort. Yep. Like, growth only happens from discomfort. You have to challenge yourself. Exactly. Way. And so, unless I get, like, a really great job in the Bay Area, um, then if that doesn't happen between now and June, I, I believe Pride Weekend will be my last weekend in the Bay Area. And I want to do one last pride. You'll be going out with a bang. With a bang. Or maybe we'll bang. I don't know. Which one? You tell me. <laughs> but I have definitely... to find out. <laughs> I see myself moving to New York. So I've been, ever since I was 16. Why New York? Tell us a little bit more why New York. Yes. So ever since I was 16, I wanted to move to NY- to New York. NYU was my dream school. And I got accepted to NYU, but I didn't go, (laughs) but I didn't go because, so the school that I went to, you know, it was a good school, but it wasn't like a great school. So nobody ever told me about like financial aid. Like Mm -hmm. I had no idea what financial aid was or that I could like pay through college, like other than like loans and like loans, not even loans, like out of my own pocket. Yeah. So when I got like the parent contribution for NYU, I remember it was like 40 thousand forty five thousand dollars a year and at the time my dad was only making like thirty five thousand dollars a year and i was like this is more than like my dad makes like there's no way that i could go yeah but it's because nobody told me about financial aid and that i could have gotten loans or scholarships and stuff you probably would have got there for free i probably could have gotten to nyu for free so when i found out about financial aid once i was a freshman at Cal Dominguez hills go toros i did really bad my first year because I got really depressed. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I got a full-ride scholarship to Casa Dominguez Hills, but, like, I could be at my dream school. You know what I mean? I could have gone to my dream school. I could have gone to, like, any UC that I wanted. I could have gone to USC. Like, all these schools that, like, I got accepted to but didn't know that I could go to because of money. But you know what? It doesn't matter where you go to school. 
It's what you do with it's your what degree. You do with your I degree. always say that. I tell that to everybody. Like, mm-hmm. I went to I went to community college. I went to you know it was a it was an okay media arts school, but it's not what you do. It's mm-hmm. who, you, who you what you make out of it. Exactly. And so ever since I was sixteen, I always had my eye on New York. And I'm like, you know what, bitch? Like, I'm 31. I'm turning 32. You'll be invited to my double switch 16. You know, happy Memorial Day weekend. I've never been to a quinceanera, so let's go. So there's a double switch 16. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I think it's time that I moved to New York. And I have friends there. And uh, my current job, like, we have an office there. And I already talked to them. So and they said, they said that I could just transfer and, and do my work there. Because the work that I do works with like all the nation doesn't necessarily work with just one Maybe. coast. So I can go either office. And I was like, bitch, if I had this opportunity, por que no? So I'm literally going to put all my shit in a fucking U-Haul and drive to oh the my East God, Coast. If you need help. Bitch, yes, let's do trip. it. Road trip. Well, cheers to your, to your 2020. Wait, I got to open my new white clock. Okay, ready? Cheers. Yes, bitch. Yo, you I have can't... to look at your... You have to make eye contact. Okay, are we German now? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. No, you have to make eye contact. If not, Wait, you get... In, in Germany, they, they say something. They say, like... I just know how to say welcome in German. Welcome in! Oh, my God. I don't man. know. All right, so next question before we move on to our next segment is... It is also a new decade. Mm-hmm. And so I've been asking a lot of people this. So what is something that others might think is crazy, but you want to do or accomplish in the next decade? So like the next 10 years. Oh, get ready. Because I have a lot. Go, 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 go. So I'm looking to accomplish. I want to own my own uh, production company. Um, where it's Quality Productions? Not Quality Productions. Maybe it's something else. It's a little more marketing. Okay. You know, <laughs> whatever. But I want to own a production company that basically gears to travel. You know, it's, you know, you see a lot of travel shows, you see a lot of travel stuff. And I think, you know, my passion, you know, derives from the first time I ever traveled to Spain. And, you know, that whole idea, I think of like, you know, people traveling in different forms. Like, you know, you know, you know, when you travel, you don't want, you know, you watch TV and you see the travel channel and it's very like vague, very family oriented. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of people don't do that. Like they can't afford it or they can't do it. So, you know, I think I want to create content that really, you know, really grounds it for people to be like. If you want to go to Thailand, you can do it for really cheap. You can do it for this much money. You can be ratchet. You can be have fun. Go to these clubs. You can do it for this food. Like, you know, let's do it. You know, creating content that really gears for the people and, and you know, multicultural people specifically, mm-hmm. too. You know, it's, it's you know, I think I so always... people have color. People of color. Mm-hmm. Um, I always start with the fact that you always see white people going on vacation. And it's always like... Well, I mean, I will say that, like, being on vacation is definitely, like, a... a, a a thing that comes with privilege. Yes. And and I think that because... But people don't know that they can do it without... Without having all that money. All, all that money. Mm-hmm. So I think I want to provide that platform for people. It's like, yeah, you can still go to these countries. You can still travel the world and, and see new perspectives, see new things, but you don't have to break your bank. Okay. So all I right. my content, you know, it grows from staying grounded to obviously more of like people who could afford it, you know, and it creates very serious, like, or, you know, serious of content that kind of creates that for people of different, you know, demographics and, and, and social status. I love it. So do you want your own production company mm-hmm. in the next 10 years? And hopefully sell it to a TV network. And that will basically... Did you ever see that show with Sofia, with Sofia Vergara? No, I haven't. What is it? There's a show... Oh, shit. There's a show with Sofia Vergara that... Um, that's how she became famous. And she used to, like, travel. Yeah. And, like, her and this guy used to travel and they used to like 
show people like the different places you can travel. I'll show you. It kind of reminds me of that. Send the link. Uh, for me is I want to be two things. One of the things I want to do before 2030 is I want to have my own TED Talk. Not TEDx Talk. A hey, TED Talk. We can make that happen. Maybe that'll happen in like 2029, but as, as long as that happens between 2030. I'm going to hold you accountable to that. I really, that's my goal, to have a TED Talk. And I want to finish my book in the next five years and have it published and be like one of the top sellers. Do you have like a snippet of what your book is? Yes, of course I do. I've already started writing it. Okay, let's So uh, I am writing a book about dating. It's okay. definitely a nice. book about dating. Like, it's a book about uh, being like queer. Like, your dating life, or just in general, more of a process. My dating life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because people always tell me that I have crazy stories when it comes to, like, dating. Well, you just told me, okay, well, you just told me about the whole Craigslist era. Yes, yes, bitch. I was bitch. like, wait, so what? crazy. <laughs> bitch, did you not know that this bitch did not know what Craigslist personals was? I'm sorry, but I was brand new to this whole game. You know what? Game. Craigslist know. personals, Adam for Adam, we got you. So I went on and I was like, yo, they still have this misconnection section. This is like the pre, the pre, what's it called? Um, Pre-grinder. Pre-grinder, pre-hinge, pre-tinder era was the Craigslist and Adam for Adam. Y'all didn't know. So yeah, so hold you accountable, y'all. Look up for my book in a couple years. You know, author Marisa Maral Vasquez. It's going to be a book about dating with lots of humor and lots of lessons. Um, Yeah, like, I'm really excited. I'll let you read some of my stories later. Uh, The whole book is designed like a food menu. And so, I know. Chinese kitchen. And so, it's like the snacks the entrees and the desserts and the snacks is all of like you know the hookups. We're just interested in is <laughs> all the hookups like crazy stories of hookups the entrees is people that I've actually had relationships with uh-huh. and like things that I've learned from them and then the desserts are people that are like it's almost like misconnections I guess yeah it's like people that I dated but for circumstances of life we just never happened. And we all know we want a full course meal, so... A full course meal, bitch. Period. Yes. And with that, we're going to move on to our next segment of the podcast, our POC, or Queer Excellence of the Week. I'll see you there. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the next segment of the podcast, our POC and Queer Excellence of the Week. Bitch, that's running low. We're going to need to refill his tequila drink. It's a tequila... What did you put? Tequila? <laughs> tequila, Pedialyte, and soda water. <laughs> wow, I'm, guys, I'm drunk. This bitch put Pedialyte on his drink. Yo no puedo. All right, welcome to our POC and Queer Excellence of the Week. In this segment, we talk about someone who's POC or someone who's queer who just did some badass shit in the last couple of weeks. There's a lot of people who did a lot of things. We're going to talk about people in Congress. We're going to talk about, like, uh, Julian Castro um, endorsing Elizabeth Warren. We wanted to talk about... There's so many things I want to... Miss Nigeria and the oh, way yeah. she act. Mm-hmm. She, like, reacted to... Um, you know, her counterpart winning. There were so many things I want to talk about. But I think I narrowed it down to the two that have impacted this last week. 
The first one is this man called Alexander Leon. Yeah, and you probably... He posted some amazing, like, amazing quotes. Yes, bitch. So if you're not queer, you probably haven't heard, or you probably didn't see, his tweet went viral <clears throat> because he said something about queer people that it's just on the mark. I'm going to read it to you. End quote. It says, queer people don't grow up as ourselves. We grow up playing a version of ourselves that sacrifices authenticity to minimize humiliation and prejudice. A massive task of our adult lives is to unpick which parts of ourselves are truly us and which parts we've created to protect us. And it went fucking viral. What do you think about that quote? Quality. One is super deep, and it's like it's 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 totally true. It's like you have to like we grow playing like a version of ourselves that you know sacrifices are basically our our in a way because we have to live to these conformat conformity uh, again. Me can't speak double language. You need to conform <laughs> conform conform to this <laughs> whole box that people put you in the box, you know. And we don't like to be put in boxes. Mm-hmm. I think we're 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 so many things other than just one thing. Exactly. And it's just like you know, and that he's so right, and he put in such elegant words that kind of just made it it kind of hit home. Yeah, and so it went viral. Uh, if you want to follow him and see what other things he posts, uh, follow him on Twitter at, at Alex and underscore E-R Leon, like a lion, but in Spanish, roar, which is funny because this bitch is a Leo. Uh, <laughs> and our next uh, POC uh, excellence of the week goes to Normani and Megan the Stallion. Have you seen their music video? Bitch, they released a new music video for uh, Birds and the Prey? Birds and Prey, what is it called? Uh, yeah, some, some, yeah, Birds and Prey. It's Birds for the n- Prey. There you go. And the, the song is called Diamonds. Diamonds, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. If y'all have not seen the new music video, it is fucking amazing. Like, Camila who? Yeah, Camila who? But let's talk about the more of the production quality. Like, mm-hmm. That video was really good art directed. Like it, it was shot. It was shot by a really good director, um, who I saw, but I can't. I don't know who it was. But she has an amazing work. Um, yeah, it was. A, it was a she. She director. If uh, y'all have not seen the video, y'all need to go to youtube.com, go to the little search bar, and click Diamonds Normani. Go see the video. I don't know if I'll see the movie. Will you see the movie? Uh, probably won't, but it was, uh, yeah, I'm not really into, like, Marvel, like, those type of movies. It's DC, um, not sorry, Marvel. Na- don't oh, get it wrong, There bitch. you go. See, that's why I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch, so, the nerds of the world just gas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the music video was directed by Kathy Yen, and she does, you know, she does some amazing stuff, and I think the video was almost an homage to the film, where it's very, like, you know, it's very, it feels very Joker, obviously Joker, because Carly went, kind of plays off the whole Joker, uh-huh. and very... You know, also very just like artistically done in the way that the stylistically the the lights and and how they're portraying the characters within the whole thing. So it's really good. It's really really good, y'all. Y'all need to go see it. You know what? It's a must. This week, that's what I decided for the PLC Queer Excellence of the Week. Next episode, we'll go more in depth and we'll really hit your heart. I promise. But with that, we're gonna go to our next segment of the podcast today. In the country. And, bitch, the reason why this is a short segment is because today in the country, bitch, there's a lot of shit happening. I'm just saying. We'll see you there. Alright, welcome back 
to the next segment of the podcast, Today in the Country, where we get to talk about all the fucked up shit that's happening in this country. Look, I know that my parents came here. Same. With, like, the dreams of a better world. Everything. And you know what? Maybe America uh, is better than their countries. I will say for most of our parents, it is. But still, America is still a fucked up place to be. And so, there's a couple of things that are happening in the country. One of the main things that uh, has a lot of Latinos, like, worried recently is uh, Puerto Rico has been hit by multiple um, earthquakes. You were today, telling me... Today, yeah. just got hit by a 5.9 magnitude earthquake after just a 6.3. So, it's been back to back to back. And I think it's very devastating for a lot of Latinos. And I think it's people in that you know, region, you know, and just because how the United States reacts to that, you know, think about how Hurricane, you know, how the Hurricane Maria Maria went, you know, and how there is not U.S. support in the whole region. Exactly. And to date, Hurricane Maria has been the deadliest hurricane in the United States history because there were so many things that the that the United States didn't do after the hurricane to aid the people of Puerto Rico exactly. that led to a lot of those deaths. And and people in Puerto Rico... And the truth of reality is, like, the facts of, like, the United States not even acknowledging the fact that Puerto Rico is going through these earthquakes. Exactly. But acknowledging the fact that Australia is going through fires. Like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Which that. Which we will. <laughs> uh, but... I mean, I mean, it's two shitty things, but it's like you know, at the same time, which is one of your culture countries. So I've I've read that the amount of small and large earthquakes that have happened in Puerto Rico since the earthquakes happened a couple, um, I want to say like a week ago, right? Mm -hmm. They started like a week ago, and they said that there's been more than nine hundred and fifty earthquakes just in January. In Puerto Rico. Imagine having 950 earthquakes in California. But do you know, like, was that even, uh, like, earthquakes was a thing in Puerto Rico? I don't know if they even had, like... I don't know. I mean, they're they're an island in water, and earthquakes obviously can happen in water. Yeah. So, I mean... Like, maybe that's a question to, like, our Puerto Ricans. Like, hey, like, have you ever, like... Witness more than like you know because everything has it everywhere, but yeah, but that, that many magnitude. like earthquakes and aftershocks back to back, and the thing is that like these are like in like structures and infrastructures like falling down and in this island that already has issues because they've been deteriorated by hurricanes mm-hmm. and stuff, and so there's. Places that we don't think about. When we think of Puerto Rico, we think of like San Juan. Mm-hmm. We think of like the main the main cities. But then there's cities in the island that are not as like urban or yeah. their structure is not as well or, or as strong. Prepared as, like, as the, like what exactly. they were. Exactly. Yeah. Because they might have just been prepared for it. And th- we don't even know how many deaths have happened because of that. Um, talking about people that are dying, uh, we're going to move on to, uh, he was impeached, bitch. Yeah. DJT <laughs> was impeached. I and I only said people that are dying because you know like inside the, the he's 45th. dying. The 45th. We call him DJT. I call him the 45th. And, uh, his on the podcast, because I don't like saying his name, and his initials are DJT, if you think about it. All right. So DJT got impeached by the House of Representatives a couple weeks ago, and Nancy Pelosi has refused to uh, send their impeachment articles to the Senate. Do you think she's doing a good, like, is this a good decision or not? 
The reason why she is refusing to do it is because she feels that it will not have a fair trial in the Senate because Mitch McConnell runs the Senate. And that's, that's, I mean, she has a good mind. I mean, I think she's she's right in the right way. I think yeah. patience is key to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she maybe she's, he, she maybe might be adding fuel to his presidency for 2020. Um, and that might be like, you know, like I'm not totally involved in politics, but I think, you know, there's like, there's a, there's a bigger question to ask. It's like, was it's this, strategic. Is, is this more of a strategy way that Trump is using to use to be 2020? So it'd be a president again. Be yeah, elected. I think it's and a strategy like, that the might, Democrats you are can, using. You can like flip it in a way. It's mm-hmm. like these, these budgets try to impeach me, but I'm still here. I think it's, try a, to, you know, the, it's definitely a Democrat-led stra- strategy, I feel. Yeah. I feel like the Democrats feel like people are not going to re-elect a impeach president. Um, and so if they send him to the Senate before the next election, and he he's not going to get impeached for the Senate, because mm-hmm. the Senate is run by Mitch McConnell, and it's run by the but Republicans. They, if they elongate it, they have more of a chance for him to get impeached, because the shit's still going on. Exactly. You so know? I feel like it's, it's, it's all a strategy. But I was talking to my coworkers, and as bad as this sounds, I feel like he might get reelected, bitch. Well, it's also not a strong, like... Candidate pool? Candidate pool to pick from. Even yeah. though he wants it to be, I think it's like also you have to look It's at a it. huge candidate pool, it's but it's not a candidate pool, pool of well, like truly candidates that like, are truly likable. Yeah, I think that's the problem. It's like, you know, it kind of it sucks, but but at the same time, who do we want? It's like, exactly. we don't want him. So I think anybody better than him would be... So fight. this poses the question... Um, after he got impeached, a lot of, like, DJTs or, like, MAGA folks started saying that they were going to start a a civil war. Do you think this could lead us to a second civil war? I think so. Some, I mean, you know, if the countries, you know, they have so many, if you go to the South, they have so many different beliefs. If you go to, like, the North, they have so many. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, it could lead, literally lead to a civil war. But let's talk about how so it could lead to a World War Three. We're talking about World War Three. DJT recently took the action and approved the assassination of Iran's General Soleimani, who is not... I'm not saying he's a great person. He's obviously a bad person, but I feel like assassinating him... A leader. Has tilted the, the, like, just the playing field that we were on. Like, yes, he's a horrible person, but the the target was not on us. Mm-hmm. Like, I get Donald Trump. Yeah, he assassinated somebody who killed so many Americans, who killed so many, you know, was was behind so many attacks. Great, but to the point where you're gonna sacrifice a World War Three, and it's gonna be, it's gonna affect the decision. It might have affected so many other things that he didn't, probably didn't take into consideration. But I do give it to Iran. You know, they they initially stated to Twitter or they posted a, a press conference saying like, "We're not after your Americans. We're after you." Yeah, I think like, that was like. Really- I saw a video too yeah. of like. Like, people in Iran saying, like, we like American people. We hate your president. We hate and I'm you. like, girl, we do too. We do too, girl. Like, can we be can friends? Can we be friends? Like, <laughs> but I can't stop laughing at all the memes that have been going on. Like, even though I want to say stop, but it's just like... <laughs> we I've been seeing these very, memes. Very, like, very differently. <laughs> because I am so annoyed by these memes. Because people are taking this as a complete joke, and it's not a joke. But you, tell me why you like the memes, bitch. Okay, I mean, it's to be honest, like it's gonna take a lot of, it's gonna be a, take a lot of effort for the United States to draft 
to draft for World War Three. Let's be honest, because it all comes out to Congress. It's not like Trump can create an initiative, whatever. True. It all comes out of Congress. Which Trump? I mean, Congress uh, is trying to take away power from the president to be able to like declare war. Exactly. So I think you know to to have a draft. I think it's it's, it's probably not likely, but. But I think the memes are hilarious, especially if you're if you're POC, because there's a lot of memes that just go out and kind of target like when you're in World War Three and you need to cuddle with somebody. <laughs> I saw one. The only meme that I liked about World War Three, um, or potential of World War Three, there was you're a meme that said, and snap. <laughs> "No, bitch." There was one that said, "Yesterday you were like, get out of our country. Today you're like." get ready to fight for our country. And I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Like, first they're like, get out of our country. And now they're like, yeah. oh, like we all need to well, fight oh, wait, for this wait, country. We need you now. Mm-hmm. All right. And with that, we're going to move on to our next segment of the, of the podcast, Hoy en el Mundo. I'll see you there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back to our next segment of the podcast, our Hoy en el Mundo segment, where we talk about shit that's happening in the world, because guess what, bitch? We ain't alone in this world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the United States is a country, but, like, there's so many other countries, so many other shit that's happening. There's a lot of things that I've been wanting to talk about since the last episode. There was a huge, huge uh, tsunami in the Philippines that killed a lot of people recently. Wanted to talk about that. Uh, but we chose two topics that we're going to talk about that are really in front and center Hot in the topics. world right now. Hot topics. <laughs> okay, that's kind of, like, not right, because our first topic is Australia is burning. I know, And you said hot topic? <laughs> bitch. The koalas, though. Look, gonna... bitch, the koalas and the, the kangaroos. And what are those little cat things? I have no idea, but they have a lot of spiders there, so I don't mind those. Yeah, the spiders are fine, but like the QQ and the wombats. No, it's really sad. Like what they, the whole country's fucking burning. Yeah, like I think they said, like I think it's like almost fifty percent of like the country is on fire, is it and most of their uh, most of the rainforests are on fire. There's been so many animals that have died, so many people endangered that have died. animals too, like endangered animals like wombats and shit. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a wombat? Wombats are so fucking cute. No, but I've seen like I've seen the video with the koalas and like burning and like ah, it's like kind of just breaks your heart because these animals like don't even like. I literally saw a, a picture of like a kangaroo like they have feelings. holding on to like a fence, but it was not. It was just like the charred body of a kangaroo. Like, he was trying to get a win, and he got caught in a fire. It was the saddest shit ever, bitch. I wonder how these fires started, because I have no, like... It's global warming. Yeah, that's, that's what everybody's saying. Everybody's saying global warming, but I'm really like, wants okay, to talk about global yes. Warming. They don't want to stop driving. They don't want to stop, like... Yes, and what started the fires? <laughs> what started the fires? Global warming. And talking about fire that's happening, England's on fire, fire. bitch. After Harry and Harry, what's it? What's her last name? Harry Prince Styles. Harry. Styles. It's not Harry Styles, bitch. <laughs> After Prince Harry and Meghan Markle decided to get out, uh, so basically they said that they're done 
with uh, their duties as part of the royal family. So I think their titles are like duchess and yeah, they have to deuces. renew their they have to renew their titles every I think every so often. And they were like, "We're done. I'm like, done with this." And the thing is that they didn't tell like their ninety something year old grandma, grandma who's the queen of England. And they were like, nah, we done, bruh. Like, we out of here. I mean, I don't blame them. Like, I don't came, blame him either. She bitch. came, like, I'm pretty sure she loves him for who he is. But also, like, she came into this whole royal family just trying not to... Not being a royal. Not being a royal. She was just marrying she... him because she was in love with him. But also, let's be real. She was married because she was rich. Ah! <laughs> right. But also, just like, you know, she, she, I'm pretty sure she witnessed so much things as being a royal that she probably was not accustomed. And she's like, this is I don't want to do me. this. But also, like... British media was like coming for her, and British media is very racist. Well, because she's an American, and she's an American. She's half black, black. and so people were like coming at yeah. her, like blaming her for all these things. There's this video of of Prince Harry that I'm gonna have y'all listen. That basically says, in 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 simple words, the video says he basically saying they kill my mom, and I won't let them kill my wife. So, let me go ahead and show you this video, shall I? Yeah, my mum clearly taught me a certain set of values, of which I will always try and uphold, um, despite the, the role and the job um, that sometimes that entails, if you know what I mean. But I think I will always, I will always protect my family. I know I have a family to protect. Um, so, everything that... Everything that she went through and what happened to her is incredibly raw every single day. And that's not me being paranoid. That's just me not wanting a repeat of, of the past. Um, and if anybody else knew what I knew, be it a, be it a father, be it a husband, be it anyone, you'd do, you'd probably do, be doing exactly what, I, what, what I'm doing as well. Basically saying, they kill my mama, bitch. They come after me now. They're coming after my wife next. So, you know what? I commend them. These British are crazy. Because, like, Princess Diana... Do you remember when Princess Diana died? Mm-mm. Bitch, you can't be that young. How was... How, when did she die? 94? Let me, let's ask Siri. Hey, Siri. When did Princess Diana die? Yes, y'all listening to Diana, this. Princess of Wales, died August 31st. 1990. She died in 1997. Were you born in 1997? I was, I was born. How old were you in 1997? I was maybe like... Two, three. I was five. Uh, you were five. I was nine? I was n- nine in 1980s. So I remember like this huge like, thing never, that we happened. Never, we never cared about Like I remember it was like on the... It was on TV. It was everywhere. Like, oh my God, like Princess Diana died. People were going crazy. And so, yeah, I mean, they said peace out, uh, just like we're going to say peace out, because we're going to go ahead and go to the next segment of the podcast, my favorite segment. We were able to talk some tea, mm-hmm. we talked some truth, and bitch, are you ready to talk some shit? I'm ready to talk some shit. Because we're going to talk some shit, all right? I'll see you there. <laughs>
welcome back to my favorite segment of the podcast, where we get to talk some shit. And this is Kuala's first time talking shit with me on the podcast. I'm kind of excited. Let's talk yes. shit. The first person we're going to talk shit about is Miss Kim Kardashian West, who before the holidays posted a picture posting like one of the dream girls i believe um and everybody kept saying that this bitch was doing blackface have you seen the picture i have not so let's watch it right now okay so she's obviously doing blackface in the picture and you can tell because bitch yes you might be you know um dating a black man dating a black man but you ain't black your children are you ain't, bitch. So stop trying to get away with it. Uh, your family always be trying to get away with it. So people called her out and were like, no, like, fuck this shit. Like, you're doing blackface. So Kim Kardashian... I mean, I, I, like, I hate... like I. She wants to reap the benefits of being black, but she does, she's obviously not black. Like, yeah. Like, she wants to culture appropriate all these things, but at the same time, it's like, you don't... You, you still don't hold this in the same standards of, like, same... You still hold don't hold the same criticism or same you know discrimination if you were black yeah it's like you know you're like i'm sure when she gets stopped to the car by the cops she's gonna be she like, doesn't because she's, she's miss kim kardashian she's gonna West. play that white card exactly like oh, how dare you yeah. stop me me i'm from the valley i'm from I'm, beverly hills i'm from the valley some people that are from the valley that uh annoy me is on these dating apps is i really want to you know just put my foot down and be like, it is not okay to ask people on dating apps if you're clean or hookup apps. Like, this has been on my mind for months upon months. So tell me more about that. Because, so, like, okay. I'm honestly not on Grindr. I'm not on these apps. So, like... Lies. I am not. <laughs> so, on these dating apps, and, and I've seen a lot of it happen. Binge, yes. Uh, like, gays will ask, like, hookup apps, gays will ask, like, oh, are you clean? And, sin- like, basically asking, like, are you HIV negative? Are you, you know, STI, STD free? Mm-hmm. Before you hook up, obviously. Before you hook up, obviously. But I hate the word clean when being asked that because then it implies... Like, yeah, I showered, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but then it implies that people who are HIV positive are dirty. And yes, I know a couple. I know a couple people that are no longer my friends who think that people who have HIV are dirty, and this is why I cut ties with these motherfuckers. Um, but there's nothing wrong with being HIV positive. We live in a in a world where like someone who's not HIV positive can have a very healthy relationship with someone who is HIV positive, mm-hmm. and it's okay. So, like, we need to start changing our language as a community and start asking things like, hey, are you negative? Or have you gotten tested recently? What were your results? There's better ways to ask if you're it's STI, just your, STD it's, free. It's just being responsibility for exactly. your own community. Like, you know, I think people... You know, and also just like who, if you're HIV positive or not, I think it's also a responsibility for you to tell somebody you're about to hook up. Yes, like, hey, I agree. You know, like so let's let's change our minds and let's stop fucking saying, "Are you clean?" Something who's not clean. Are you clean, Mauricio? Fuck you! I just showered. <laughs> Someone who's not clean is fucking Disney Plus. So in January, uh, the main character. Who played Aladdin came out and said that he hadn't gotten any auditions since the movie. Since Aladdin. Since the Aladdin movie. But also, 
the white prince in the movie, if you haven't seen the movie, who has a minor part, Disney Plus announced that there's going to be a spinoff featuring the white prince. Mind you, he was the only white, white character, character in the movie. And I'm sorry, Disney, but they, Disney does this all the fucking time. And they want to be like inclusive of diversity like sometimes. But when the whole... You're talking about Aladdin here. That whole, that whole sense of movie is based off, like... People of color. People of they color. Ease. Hello. Like, why are you going to do a spinoff off this other character? Like, y'all did a whole animation off the series of Aladdin. And now you want to do a spinoff off some random, like, prince from from Sweden? Exactly. So, uh, I will not be watching... So, fuck you, Disney. Somebody posted and said, oh, Walt Disney is rolling in his grave. I was like, no, I think Walt Disney is fine. Like, he's rolling in his grave knowing that PLC and queer people, you know, are the majority at Disneyland. He's definitely rolling in his grave because of that. Because from the shit I've heard when I used to work there, Walt Disney was racist as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything that you want to talk shit about, Kwale? I don't know. I just want to talk shit about the world. Let's talk. I don't know. You know what? Uh, we could talk shit about DJT on this portion. There's so many people and things that we can talk shit about. But I'm going to go ahead and move on to my boneless wings. So one of my best friend on his podcast, he which y'all should go listen to, it's called I Got You Podcast. And on his podcast, he does what he calls his final nuggets. And I call it my boneless wings <laughs> because boneless wings are basically nuggets, but saucier. And bitch, saucy. I'm saucy. So first off, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Tyler, designer Tyler. If you don't see Project Runway, uh, a couple episodes ago, uh, there's a designer called Tyler who called out um, one of the judges who's actually married to one of the Kushners. And they were talking shit about his design. And I'm just going to let you hear what he said. That basically they were saying like I never I don't see Carly Claus wearing this anywhere anytime and then he said cannot see Carly wearing it anywhere honestly like not even to dinner with the Kushners and he said not even to dinner with the Kushners yeah basically saying like bitch like your family is like entrenched with like DJT so fuck you too uh, also want to give a shout out to Aquafina. Yeah, she just won a Golden Globe for her film, uh, The Farewell. Which makes her the very first Asian person to win a Golden Globe. And when, if you haven't actress. watched that movie yet, go watch it. Like, yeah, it's a tearjerker, but it's also very comedic. And it's, 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 it's a winner for film. Y'all should go watch that. It's a really, really good film. I um, also want to give a shout out to this man. Uh, his name is Lee Lochler, who recently proposed to his girlfriend, uh, Tsuchi David. And her favorite movie is Beauty and the Bees. I showed Kuala this video. And he basically... And y'all um, need to take notes because this is what I want myself, somebody to do this to me take notes he basically took her to watch like a reprise of the movie and then he hacked the movie and then the on the scene where the prince is supposed to kiss aurora he like had animators help him out to animate themselves himself like his girlfriend and him and then he proposed to her via animation but in the way he kind of like he made it interactive where he kind of threw the ring at himself like, real life. Like, animation through the ring? And through, like, the theater. And then he caught it, and then he proposed to her. And Fucking like, he genius. interacted with the He interacted with the cinema. 
Like, it was a whole show. And I was he like, broke the third wall, bitches. And I was like, yo, uh, someone needs to do that to me. <laughs> or I'm going to take notes. Like, yes, take notes, bitch. Also, last thing, shout out to Brazil, who for the first time in Brazil's history, uh, black folk have now made the majority in public universities. I recently had an argument with someone um, because they were convinced that, like, the United States has the biggest population of black folk. And I remember I asked, I was like, okay, I was like, other than Africa, where's the biggest population of black folk? And he was like, the United States. And I was like, actually, it's Latin America. Yeah. Because if you think about it, the like the, the that whole triangle, was a triangle? The Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, like where they dropped off. Yeah, like, like think about the Dominican Republic. Think about Haiti. They dropped about, off like, in Latin America first. Then the Caribbean. And then they dropped off the rest of... The United States. In the United States. So, bitch, get it right. So, congrats, Brazil. Um, so, Kuala, thank you so much for having for being here on the podcast Thank you for today. having me. It's been a pleasure. Yes. Even though I'm like drunk, but... It's okay. You're fine. <laughs> Is there anywhere that the that the listeners can follow you on? Yeah, so you guys can follow me on Instagram at travelwithhuale, J-U-A-L-E. And you guys can keep updated on all the things that I do. Do you have a Twitter or anything I else? do. Everything is Travel With Huale. So Travel With Huale. And all platforms. I keep it consistent. Yes. And you already know me. If you want to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Pornhub, OnlyFans, go ahead and follow me at It's Just A Talk. That's at It's Just A Talk. I'm kidding about the last two. You will not find me there. I know it's the new trend but for the gay people, but you will not. But you will find Huale there. I'm just kidding. Kual is not there. Is he? Oh, who knows? Oh, Maybe I'm known from another name. (laughs) Yes, bitch. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to episode 027 of It's Just a Talk, our Spanglish queer political and shady podcast where we talk some tea, we talk some truth, but you know we always leave time to talk some shit. Any last words? Sponsored by Men Who Dye Their Hair Blonde. Men who dye their hair blonde, or whatever the dye is. Once again, my name is Mauricio Miguel Amaral Vasquez, and I'm everything I am because the hood loved me. Have a good one. Bye. Oh,